hello, hello. We're a date chief, Solomon and Adra. Adra and Solomon. Whichever way you want to sit. <laughs> and you're listening to Afro Mythos, the podcast where we discuss all things African mythology, folklore, and culture. Thank you for taking the time out to explore this amazing world of us. Yep. Today we'll be telling you some folk tales about siblings. Yeah. And if you want to know more about siblings in African mythology, then listen to the episode just before this one. I don't want to say it. The pooper. <laughs> Wait. The episode, the pooper. What do you mean you don't want to say it when you came up with the episode name? I didn't come up with the episode name. You I said was it in talking the about. <laughs> I didn't know that this was going to be the repercussions oh of being funny, okay? Anything you say could be used against you as an episode title. Fair enough. Yes, the episode before this, the pooper. Yes. And it's a great one. Yeah. We talk about different sibling deities. And yeah. someone who could be called the paper. Yeah. You're going to have to find that out for yourself if you haven't listened. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's get into it. So the story that I'll be telling you today is called The Two Brothers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Apparently, the story I'm about to tell you as well is called the the two brothers. So you know, but yours is called the two brothers who were friends. I mean, is yours the two brothers who are enemies? Like, I mean, I think so. Let me tell the story. Let's get into it. Okay, so it's from the Bantu speaking people of South Africa. Okay, here it goes. So, two brothers, Masilo and Masilonyani, went hunting together and happened upon a ruined village. The younger brother, Masilonyani, went straight on through the ruins with his dogs, while his brother turned aside and skirted around them. What would you do? Would you go through the ruins or would you go around them? I mean, I'd go around ruins. I don't. Mm. I don't do them too. I used to have such a fascination with, um, what's it called? Graveyards haunted, haunted, and haunted buildings. houses and all that like stuff. abandoned buildings not haunted but abandoned mm. I think it's just yeah I think I'll go through no I would want to go through but I'd be too scared mm, I wonder why you should be <laughs> should be but she's one of the people that you know also listens to you crime documentaries and yeah I do <laughs> and serial killers at night yep, so uh-huh. <laughs> so yeah I want to go with her <laughs> okay so the younger brother Masuloniani he went through the ruins and his older brother Malisilo they have very similar names turned aside and skirted around them in the middle of the ruins Masuloniani found a number of large earthen pots that were turned upside down so he turned he tried to turn up one of the largest but it resisted all his efforts after he tried in vain several times he called to his brother for help but Masilo refused saying pass on why do you trouble about pots Masiloniani persevered however and at length succeeded in in lifting the heavy pot and in doing so he uncovered a little old woman who was grinding red okra between two stones wait wait so she was under this pot pot. yeah it was really hard for him to lift up and turn over so when he did he saw obviously there's an old woman there grinding some red okra under the pot yeah not inside the pot under the pot okay inside okay (laughs) go So, Masilonyani start, was startled at this and was about to turn the pot over her again, like put it back on top of her. Mm. But she um, remonstrated. My grandchild, do you turn me up and then turn me upside down again? She then requested him to carry her on his back. Before he had time to refuse, she jumped up on him and clung to him so that he could not get rid of her. He called Masilo, but Masilo only jeered and refused to help him. 
So, Masila had to walk on with his burden till, at last, seeing a herd of springbok, he thought he had found a way to escape and said to the old lady, Grandmother, get down that I may go and kill one of these long-legged animals so I can carry you in its skin. She said okay and sat on the ground while Maslonane called his dogs and made off at full speed after the animal. So as soon as he was out of her sight, he turned around and hid in the hole of an ant bear. The old woman, however, was not to be defeated. After waiting for a time and finding that he did not come back, she got up and tracked him by his footprints till she found his hiding place. He had to come out and take her up again, and so he he plodded on for another mile or two until the sight of some hearty beast gave him another excuse to put her down. He just didn't want to carry her all the way home, and his brother had left him. Fair enough. And so once more he hid and once more she trapped him. But this time he set his dogs on her. Hey. Yeah, and they killed her. Okay. Yeah. So he told his dogs to eat her and all so he told his dogs to eat her, every single part of her but her great toe, which they did. Why 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 are we leaving the toe? I don't know. We'll find out. Okay. He then took out an axe and chopped at the toe, when out came many cattle, and last of all, a beautiful cow, spotted like a guinea fowl. So a really nice cow came out. Out of the toe? (laughs) I'm so lost. Oh my God. So while he was um, cutting the toe up, loads of cows came. Okay. Yeah, and interrupted him. Okay. Okay. And then amongst those big herd of cows was a very beautiful looking cow okay like the most beautiful of all cows okay the black swan was it the white swan Mm. (laughs) I don't know so Masilo who had shrieked at all the unpleasant part of the day's adventures came running up and demanded a share of the cattle so his brother basically came back it's confusing because their names sound so similar but why, why would he want a share of the cattle I don't know because they're brothers and he's like I want some these times I ask you for don't help and don't you your said siblings no. do that when you have something nice they're like can I have some but I asked you for help and you said no yeah so Masanon Yaye um, obviously unnaturally refused he's like this is my cow I'm not giving you any of it and they went home together um, so after a while, on their way home, Massalonier was very thirsty and his brother said that he, kno- he knew of a waterhole not too far off. So they went there and found that it was covered with a large flat stone. So they levered up the stone with their spears and Massalonier held it while Masilo stopped to drink. Yep. So when... Um, <laughs> oh no. Yeah. Oh no, 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 no. <laughs> So while Masila was drinking, his brother dropped the stone on him and crushed him to death. Wow. All for a cow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Wow. So then he collected the cow and started to drive um, it home. Suddenly he saw a small bird perching on the horn of his of the cow and the bird sang, Masilo has killed Masilonaye because of his speckled cow. And he kept, the bird kept singing that basically. <laughs> And people say that the um, the bird was actually Maslonyaye's heart, which had changed into a bird. Okay. That's what like they say. Like yeah, when he died, his heart went into this bird, and that's why it went. The bird went onto the cow, obviously because mm. it was his cow. Mm. And that's why the bird is now singing. His brother has killed him. Okay, so it's like in Moana when the grandmother turned into the manatee. 
Manatee? Manatee into the stingray. Stingray there, yeah. (laughs) Manatee? What's a manatee? I don't know, but it's definitely not. uh, Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take your word for it. I'm going to take your word for it. So, Masilo threw a stone at the bird and he seemed to have killed it. This guy's on a rampage. But it came to life again and before he had um, gone very far... You know who he needs? Stone thrower from the last episode. Oh, damn! (laughs) Stone thrower, never miss it. (laughs) For context, stone thrower is one of Nancy's son. Go listen to the pooper. Okay. Words that, that I never doesn't put. sound right. It just doesn't sound right. <laughs> what have I done? Oh my gosh. Okay, so the bird came to life again. And um, before he had gone very far, it was again sitting on the cow's horn. So Masilo killed the bird again. Or mm. so he thought. So when he reached his home, all the people crowded together and greeted him. Um, but obviously they naturally asked, where's your brother? Where's Masilonaye? He answered, I don't know. We parted at the waterhole and I've not seen him since. They went to look at the cattle and exclaimed in admiration about how beautiful the cow was. While they were standing there, a little bird flew up and perched its wings onto the horn of the cow and sang, Masilo has killed Masilanaye all because of this speckled cow. Masilo threw a stone at the bird but missed it. And the men said, just leave the bird alone and let us hear what it's got to say. So the birds sang the same words over and over again, and the people heard them clearly. They said, so that is what you've done. You killed your younger brother. And Masilo had nothing to say. So they drove him out of the village and he became an outcast. And that's the end of the story. Wow. Okay. It's got a bit of Cain and Abel vibes there. It's got a bit Mm -hmm. of, you know, don't kill your brother vibes. Um, I I think that should be a good lesson to to have. But I got questions. Yeah, what's your question? Yeah. What does this have to do with the old woman? That's what I didn't get. So as I (laughs) so as I was reading this um, folk tale. Yeah, sorry, I just ripped something. Um, so that's what I didn't get because as I was reading this folk tale, um, yeah, as I was reading the folk tale, I didn't get why the old woman was. I didn't understand the significance. The old woman. The yeah, hmm. and him killing her and the toe. Yeah, because I I thought maybe he would be like the killer, like killing everyone. Yeah. Um, but no, then he just got killed. So I yeah. don't know who's. Is he good? Is he bad? Is there no such thing? Yeah, I don't know. I feel like the story could have been the same without the old woman. Yeah, I think so too. He could have just they could have just gone their separate ways and he could have found the cow and then it could have still ended the way it did. Yeah. It's not like the old woman did anything. Yeah, like if she turned into the cow, maybe I'll get <laughs> maybe she is the cow, we'll never know. Yeah, uh, yeah. We'll no, but he killed know. her. Yeah, but he died and turned into a bird. True. Mm. Mm, okay. Mm. mm. Yeah, let us know if you know any other insight about this story. Yeah, <laughs> this is from the Bantu-speaking people of South Africa. Wonderful. Yeah, that's okay, it. Okay, I'll go to my story. Okay, then. so my story is very originally called the two brothers who are friends. You know, um, and it's from the the Maasai tribe. So I think that's what like the Maasai tribe. <laughs> From somewhere, I think it's. I can't remember. I think it's next to the Bantu people. Mm. The Maasai are like Kenya Uh, area. Don't quote me on that. Okay. Okay. So, 
There once lived two stepbrothers who were such close friends that no one could separate them. One of the boys lost his mother at an early age, so the surviving wife was charged with the responsibility of taking care of both boys. And this woman, who was the boy's stepmother, had no liking for her stepson. And the boy's duty who was to look after cattle amongst which one was a gentle cow that the boys used to milk um, each day whenever they became hungry. Each of the boys drew from two of the cow's four teats and this became a rule which they always observed. The boys referred to each other as son of my father because they were the son of one man. Their mother, as the surviving wife, came to be known by both boys. Um, she did not like the idea of the two boys being such good friends. So, and so she tried unsuccessfully to separate them. She said to herself, I must find a way to, of killing this boy. So, the next... Wait, she didn't like the fact that they were friends? Yeah, because, you know, when sometimes when some mums, you know, it's like a stepmother, mm. it's like a stepson, so it reminds you of oh, the previous wife or whatever yeah, okay yeah so i think that's why um so the next day as the boys took the cattle out grazing she told her own son to return home at the middle of the day to have a haircut the boy did as he was um he was told and around midday he came back home and had his haircut and a drink of milk and returned to the cattle the next day it was the it was the turn of the old boy to have his haircut but before the boy went home, the woman dug a deep hole at the head of the bed. On arrival, the boy was sent to fetch a razor from the head of the bed. But as he tried to rummage around for the blade, he fell into the hole, which the woman quickly covered with a big stone. The other boy waited expectantly for his friend until the evening. When he drove the cattle back home, assuming you know his friend must have been assigned some other duty at home. As soon as he got home, the boy looked for his stepbrother, but not finding him, he asked his mother where he was. She categorically denied having any knowledge of his whereabouts, saying, I gave him a haircut and he went back to the cattle. The people looked for the boy everywhere, and when they could not find him, they assumed he had been eaten by wild animals. After some time, the villagers moved home, moved home and burnt up the old village. When the rains fell, some, some long grass grew at the old settlement. One day, the surviving boy, who had cried for his brother until he could cry no more, took the cattle there to graze. Where the cattle, while the cattle grazed, he went and sat down on the big stone that covered the hole inside which was his brother. It so happened that the boys had a song that they used to sing when they were milking their cow. And as he sat on the stone, the boy remembered his stepbrother and started singing the song. Okay, so I'm going to attempt to sing this. Okay. <laughs> Son of my father, <laughs> the other of my... Okay, I'm not, I'm not going to sing it, just so it's clear enough. Son of my father, the other of the dapple grey is bursting with milk, but I will not draw from your teats. Son of my father, while the boy in the hole heard the other one singing, he responded in song. <laughs> 
Son of my father, you may draw and let it nurture you. Son of my father, it was your mother who put me into this hole. When the boy on top of the stone first heard the reply, he thought his voice was simply being echoed by the forest. He sang one more time, and again his brother sang in response. So he realized that the singing was coming from underneath the stone. Unrolling the stone away, he was astonished to see his brother, whom he helped out of the hole. He had eaten soil and his clothes were all tattered. He could barely see and his eyes had grown sensitive to light. The boy gave the brother clothes to put on and he milked one of the cows for him to drink fresh milk. He first made him vomit all the soil he had eaten and then fed him some fresh milk. When evening came, he took him home with him. On their way home, the boy who had been rescued related to his stepbrother how their mother had put him inside the hole. His stepbrother became furious because he loved his brother more than any other person. When they were about to reach home, he sharpened his spear till it was razor sharp. On arrival, he headed straight for his mother, whom he instantly speared to death. <laughs> He next sought to his father to inform him of what he had done. The men were then assembled and when the story was told, the people simply listened without comment. Nothing could be done. So the boys lived happily without a mother. Wow. The end. Interesting. Yeah. I feel like stepmothers and stories are always evil for some reason. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I wish it didn't have to be that way. Yeah. You know? But... Um, yeah, but I, I I can see why some stepmothers would have some kind of animosity towards mm. another <laughs> son. Um, yeah. yeah, because of uh, you know the nature of it. But I think your anger should be at the father, not at the children. Yeah. Um, I agree. That yeah. was an interesting story. Yeah, interesting story. She got killed. Um, Sibling love and that. Mine was the complete opposite. yeah so as you can see there's different spectrums of you know um sibling relationships sometimes it can be good sometimes it it can be utter rivalry but someone always dies oh that's true (laughs) that is true (laughs) and that is the moral of our stories today yeah yeah Okay, so that's all from us. We hope you enjoyed this minisode. Let us know how you found this minisode by leaving a review. And you can stay up to date with us on what's going on in our studio by following us on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube, because we're going to have an actual series where you can see what we do day to day. Everything in between. Exactly. So if you want to know what we get up to, because you know we do a lot. (laughs) Yeah, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Podcast, we do painting, we do... YouTube vlogs we, we do, do vlogs. videos we do teaching we do workshops and we then this lot, goes on you know? so you know um, yeah get at that so yeah hit us up at Adichie Atelier everywhere mm-hmm. to stay up to date on the processes yes. you know thank you so much for listening and we hope you enjoyed this little bite sized treat of an episode indeed and until next time and as always thank you for taking the time to explore the wonderful world of African mythology with us your host Solomon Adrian and Adrian Solomon whichever way you want to say <laughs> <laughs> Solomon and Adrian thank you bye bye